Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. This episode is How Schools Work, a Q&A with board member Randy Skemahorn. Mr. Skemahorn, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Thank you. For those of you who might not know Mr. Skemahorn, he represents our families in Post 1. He's an electronics engineer with a master's degree in administration who retired from the military after some 26 years, then served in the Cobb School District as a teacher and administrator for, I believe, another 14 yes. years. Okay. Thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you. Uh, what, what branch of the military was that? Uh, Army before college and Air Force after college. Oh, so you were, you went for a double dip. <laughs> there you that, go. That's awesome. So Post 1 is in the northwestern corner of the county. So what are some of the schools in your post? Well, high schools uh, represent three high schools, uh, Kennesaw Mountain, North Cobb High School, and Alatoona High School. Okay, the, and... And then uh, I guess the the lower levels would be the lower just, level uh, schools would be uh, just the uh, ones feeding in Pine Mountain, uh, Autry Middle School, Barbara McClure, and did I say Autry? Autry mm-hmm. and Autry. That's my five. And the schools that that feed into those high schools. So how long have you been on the school board? I've, uh, I'm finishing my sixth year. Okay, uh, and I'm in the middle of my second term. A okay. four-year term. Four years. Okay, that yeah. was my next question. And if memory serves me correctly, didn't you – weren't you the board chair the very first year you came on the school board? Uh, yes. Uh, about 20 minutes after I took the oath here in the boardroom, I uh, then took uh, the chairman's job <laughs> yes. and uh, was elected to the chair. I didn't take it. Uh, <laughs> that would have been so, a coup, I yes, think. there you go. <laughs> so uh, that must have been quite a uh, humbling experience to just immediately walk in and, and uh, be elected to that position. Uh, it was very humbling, and I was flattered that the other board members wanted to uh, elect me as the chair. And uh, so I had a lot to learn in a very short uh, time. Not just uh, the the ins and outs of a school board, but uh, all the legal stuff, too, I would imagine. is Legal stuff, and, and we also uh, go by the Roberts Rules of Order as far as conducting meetings. Mm-hmm. And it's very important that everyone gets a voice if uh, they so desire. So what was it that inspired you to mm-hmm. run for the school board? It, it seemed like I'm, – I'm trying to think back to that time – wasn't there a fair amount of contention over uh, a variety of issues? And it seemed like the school board at that time was not the place that people would naturally gravitate to get involved. What was it that inspired you? Well, uh, I was thinking about it uh, quite many years before I uh, got out of the military. I was looking for a way to uh, serve my uh, community and also continue making a living when I got out of the military. And I met then uh, Mr. Lindsey Tippins, now our Senator Lindsey Tippins, and we talked about how to serve our communities. And he was considering running for the school board, and I knew I was interested in education. So rather than me running at that time, I decided to get involved with education. Mm -hmm. And a couple years into it, I really fell in love with it. So as I was uh, getting ready to retire from education, uh, Lindsay was thinking about running for the Senate. 
and I wasn't quite ready to get out of education. Mm -hmm. So uh, Linda Crowder Eagle ran, and she only wanted one term. And during that term, I retired from education, was ready to run for the school board. Oh, well, that's very interesting. A lot of people don't realize what goes on leading up to an election, and that's that's kind of intriguing to uh, to hear. So um, there have been times in the past where school board members didn't necessarily get along very well, but it seems like of late things are smoother. People seem to be more, more uh, civil about discussions, and it seems to be a more cordial environment in general. What do you think it takes to be a successful school board member? Well, I appreciate the compliment, uh, but uh, just like our motto, uh, one team, one goal, the school board, it, and it doesn't matter the individuals, but generally the school board is made up of seven strong personalities, mm-hmm. be it 20, 30 years ago or 10 years from now. Two keys to being a smooth operating school board is openness and respect mm-hmm. and and recognizing everybody is equally elected from their areas and they should get a voice. So there's a cliche that, or you can call it a cliche, that there's three kinds of politics. And uh, that's uh, party politics, mm-hmm. Republican, Democrat, re- Independent. Then there's uh, campaigning politics where you get out and campaign and tell everybody what you stand for and what you want to do. And then the third one is that when elected is governing politics, and you have to be able to respect each other if you're going to govern and move forward. And I think that's the change that several of us recognize, that we need to start uh, respecting each other's viewpoints, even when they're different, Mm -hmm. and allowing everybody to have a voice at at the uh, table. And I know that not every time you guys have met are all minds on the same plane. It seems like some some people have very different perspectives than others, and it's just a matter of how you how you discuss them in a, a civil discourse, as it were. Right. Well, well, that comes back to trying to convey your perspective and yet listen to somebody else's where you might be able to get part of all of theirs and come on board with it and vice versa. Uh, and it's it's recognizing that one person doesn't have all the answers or is not right all the time. Yeah. Now, ha- have you had an occasion where you've been swayed? Uh well, the tough question only because it's been six years, but absolutely, I've uh, been swayed uh, when it comes to our financial issues. Mm-hmm. Other board members are much better with getting into the weeds as far as the numbers, and uh, I've been swayed uh, from our academic point of view, and I've tried to sway people on how our, on some policy changes on how we run our schools in our district. So it, it, it's kind of an odd mix, it seems to me, of having that uh, strong personality, as you said earlier, mixed with humility that's willing to set aside uh, foregone conclusions uh, to, to hear other people then. Okay. Uh, well, and that's a very good, succinct way of putting it, uh, because even though a strong personality may have uh, – 
the conviction of being right, mm-hmm. uh, it's not necessarily the – they may be right, but not necessarily have the best answer. And mm-hmm. somebody else can uh, come come together with with their answer and, and the, mine mm-hmm. and come up with even a better solution. Maybe even some additional information that sure. changes your – Sure. Okay. Well, what kind of a relationship uh, – as a board member, you are representing a specific area of the county. And to some extent, also the entire county. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. And in fact, I'm very open about uh, with everyone, this part of the conversation uh, happens with my constituency. Mm-hmm. Uh, my primary responsibility is Northwest Cobb. But my vote, when we vote on issues, mm-hmm. affects everybody in Cobb County. So that's why I take calls from everybody. It doesn't matter what part of the county. And if I can't help them, I usually tr- uh, refer them. Uh, not usually, I do refer them to uh, uh, to somebody that can. And then I also make sure that they. I tell them, well, obviously you have my name and number. So if you need further help, please mm-hmm. call me back. And uh, we have such a good staff. I don't recall... Uh, ever being called back. So, wow. Well, that's uh, that opens you up for a lot of work. But it sounds to me like you're up for that. Oh yeah, I uh, I don't mind at all. I, I think besides being versed in the uh, issues the best one can, uh, the other thing is you have to have a love for people, a desire to serve people. Uh, otherwise, you're you're not going to do well as a board as. Well, in any business or organization that serves people, if you don't have that trait, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to be happy. And you're probably going to make some other people unhappy along the way. True. <laughs> and, and recognize that, generally speaking, you don't get phone calls of well wishes. You get phone calls of, I need your help. <laughs> okay. Well, that and, and this actually leads into my next question, was, which was, you get calls... Of all sorts, but I would imagine probably the most calls you get are complaints or uh, concerns, we'll put it that way. What's the best way for people to have input? Like, I I don't mind phone calls. Mm -hmm. Other board members prefer emails or texts, and that's fine. That's a viable way. Uh But the best way for me to get involved is just give me a phone call, explain to me what's going on. And then uh, sometimes I ask for an email follow-up or a text to make sure I have the right names and phone numbers. Right, maybe facts. In uh, facts. That you can refer uh, to. Sometimes I uh, occasionally somebody will send me an email with, it's a good email, but it's full of too much emotion. Mm. And I'll ask them if if they would reconsider uh, me helping them edit so that we can move forward and get it fixed. Yeah, addressing so, the issue as right. opposed to, I can't tell you how many times I've typed out a cathartic email and then deleted all of it. So yes. I'm sure that probably is other people as well. Sure. Okay, well, you know, Cobb School District, we are the, the second largest school district in Georgia, and I believe we're ranked 23rd in the nation. What do you think Cobb does now that is stellar that sets a standard for other school districts across the the nation to follow. What what do you think we are, what would be considered our point of excellence? Well, let me start out with the old axiom, uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Because Mm, that's... The egg, clearly. (laughs) Clearly the egg. (laughs) I just picked one. (laughs) Sorry. Well, that's one answer. (laughs) And, but I say that to say this, uh, 
a great place to live is like a three-legged stool. Mm-hmm. And one is public safety. Two is business climate, uh, attractive taxes, good, great businesses. Mm-hmm. And three are a great as a great school system. And if one of those three legs of the stool, as you know, in a three-legged stool gets uh, cut off short, you can't use the stool. Yeah. So uh, we have a great school because people have put in the effort over the decades. And that's the pressure I put on myself as a school board member is not to let down those that preceded me and try to, when I leave, I want to make sure that I've at least tried to leave it better than I mm-hmm. than when I came. And I would hope the person that replaces me uh, sometime in the future will accept the mantle of, hey, we are wherever we are. Mm-hmm. I want to make it better uh, for everybody. No and, matter how good yeah, things set are. Set aside personal agendas mm-hmm. and look at the whole, uh, whether it's academics, facilities, uh, faculty, uh, social economics, school transportation. Look at the things that will help improve us because as good as we are, we're not perfect. We still need to strive for that perfection, which is uh, going to be an ever elusive goal if it's ever uh, found. Sure. So if I'm hearing you correctly, then you're uh, stating the biggest point of excellence is our continual striving for excellence. Would that be the? I think it's an excellent way of saying it is just know that we're we're not going to rest at in place and that we're going to keep trying to improve our situation and our organization. Okay. Well, now that kind of brings us to the next question, which was, where do you see or or what is your vision for the future of education in Cobb County? Well, uh, I would like to see where we could, uh, and we are moving toward uh, individual education where we can tailor-make education for the individual student. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're in a situation now where some students still want a book. Others are just fine. They want to bring their own device. Mm -hmm. And we have converted to bring your own device. Uh, And we are looking, uh, working with the state and trying to change rather than time in the seat, getting the information, exhibiting the proficiency of learning uh, the curriculum, Mm -hmm. and then graduating. We're not quite there yet, but uh, I see us moving toward where some students might be able to finish school and high school in three years. Others may take five, and we shouldn't look negatively on the one that takes five years Mm -hmm. because the the goal should be when the student leaves school that they are ready to meet the world uh, the best they can to continue learning, and, wh- whether it's college, uh, OJT, work, uh, or military. Just maximizing their potential. Yes. So it may uh, some people may want to go deeper into, I don't know, physics than somebody sure. else. And Okay. Well, very good. What do you see as, as the biggest challenges that we as a school district face? I think the biggest challenge for almost any school, school or school district, would be graduation rate. And the graduation rate, not that it's important as a number, whether it's 85% or 100%, although that's a good indicator. It's important that, like we just said in the uh, in our last little bit of conversation, mm-hmm. that when they leave, 
they're able to function as a productive uh, young adult mm-hmm. and make the decision if they want to continue formal learning or get out there and do some on-the-job training or as an apprentice mm-hmm. or try to start their own business. There's a lot of young entrepreneurs that come out of high school. You know, With some incredible ideas, too, that absolutely. you and I would never think of, no. some apps or something. Well, I hesitate to say, but since you're coaxing me uh, a little bit, uh, I didn't have that capability when I came out of high school. <laughs> I was looking for a job. <laughs> well, I have a total appreciation for that. I think we were close to the same era. So um, was there anything else that you wanted to address in this? No, I, I think uh, the... One of the big things that we should do is try to recognize as soon as possible the different abilities of students, Mm -hmm. because like you and I are saying, uh, where we may not have had that ability, we don't want to push down or or, uh, hinder those that do have the ability. Try to, again, try to understand where they are, what their needs are. Some of my formal education for becoming a teacher was that gifted students almost need uh, special attention like the special needs students. Mm -hmm. And that comes back to what I was saying about we need to move on the continuum, continue moving on the continuum of trying to individualize our education so Mm -hmm. that uh, more more people, more students can get more out of their experience. And we're kind of doing that through the COP metrics and CTLS system that's coming online, right? Uh, very good point. And, uh, and of course, technology is a big part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not, I don't believe technology is the panacea to anything. Right. It still needs the human brain and it's still going to need a teacher that can integrate. And uh, uh, one of the key words in education is differentiate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, where you can take that technology and customize it for the student. Okay. And, and by differentiation, you're talking about tailoring the education for that particular Absolutely. student. Okay. Absolutely. Well, folks, we've been listening to a uh, discussion with Cobb School Board member Randy Scamahorn. Mr. Scamahorn, thank you so much for joining us. Folks, you can learn more about the Cobb School Board by visiting the district website at www.cobbk12.org. Just click on the word board at the top menu and you can see each board member's post there. You can see a calendar of the meetings and even watch the meetings there. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher and make sure your friends know about it too. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.